this is Truth Be Told, Dr. Kyle Dumpert. And this is Dr. Walter Aka. And today we have on very close personal friend and my uh, coach, actual, actually the uh, my practice coach, my personal coach. His name's Todd King. He's with Fortune Management and been uh, talking to Todd for a while, trying to get him on here. So things finally lined up with some time off for all of us over the, the Christmas break. So welcome, Todd. We're, we're happy to have you here. Awesome. Thanks for having me. It's been, listen to you. I, tra- I travel a lot and every time I'm in the car, I'm always looking to see if you guys have your new episode and listening. So I actually am a listener. I, I, love, I love, you know, especially I um, was just thinking about like who my favorite guest was. I really like, um, was it Dr. Harris? Talking yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Two episodes. Yes. Right? Man, that was just, that was, those were awesome. I really enjoyed those. Awesome. Uh, that's actually probably one of my favorite uh, episodes as well. Yeah, that, that was. Anybody out there that those go back and listen to the i mean go back and, and listen to those those are those are great ones absolutely right. so you know, it's amazing when kyle told me about uh about you todd i was like one i, I was like man kyle's on a whole other level because i've known <laughs> kyle since dental school so he's you know he's he's just he's excelling so i'm guessing that you're probably 99 percent of reason why you know <laughs> so, so i was excited i was excited to have you on so we can you know kind of break this down as to what a coach does and and, and just kind of expand on that you know uh, and then figure out how people can get a hold of you and, and 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 kind of utilize your services what 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 is your service right a lot of people may not even know what that is so let's start with that i guess like what what you do how you interact with how you got with dentistry you know yeah Perfect. well first off i want to just say that um 99 of kyle's success is not on me it's on him and the, and the- you don't have to lie todd <laughs> If you think about the best people in the world, they truly have the best. Anybody that excels at anything, they truly have a life coach. Tiger Woods, his coach is not a better golfer than him. You know, he but he can sit there and look at his swing and see, you know, his, hey, is he swing doing something a little bit different? It's just little, those little interesting things that are going to, you know, make the business a little bit better. And uh, and that's all I try to do with all my clients is just, you know, hey, let's. Most of my clients are, are really are. Most of my clients are probably in the top twenty percent of of dentists in the, in their profession and in their area. And um, so, I definitely you know like to just look for little things and try to help them from an outsider perspective. I'm not a dentist like you guys, and you know I'm a businessman. I've been at, I started my first business when I was twenty four. Um, I bought a bar when I was at college at WV at Western University. I know we're a little bit of a rival with you guys. <laughs> Like the what they call the backyard brawl, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, here's a fun fact about West Virginia. Uh, (laughs) Did you know that 25 percent of adults 65 years and older don't have any natural teeth? Really? 25 percent. I looked it up. Where where, where did you pull that information from? I'm telling you, I looked it up this week, and I was like, that one. I guess that kind of makes sense because we don't like West Virginia at all. If if you're a pet person, uh, they've ruined our our our. our, Remember that one year where we were supposed to be number uh, number two going into the national championship. Last game we played West Virginia in football. Uh, we had Larry, Larry Fitzgerald. He was supposed to be Heisman. He should have won that. Uh, and, and you guys ruined it for us. And then I think a few years later, you guys you ruined it. <laughs> and then we ruined it for you guys. Last game, then he went to Michigan, our coach. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, but anyway, 
Have you seen the game day? This is totally off topic, but there's a game day on YouTube that um, where you guys have your Sweet Caroline song where game day was filming at WVU. And then all the WVU fans were all like outside of the game day set up and they were singing the, the Sweet Caroline. But we have a West Virginia um, Sweet Caroline right. version. So you have, to, you have to check that out. It's um, <laughs> West Virginia Sweet Caroline. No, it, I'm going to have to check that out. I, I got to be careful because – Probably got like 22 doctors, probably 18 of them graduated from Pitt. So I got to be oh. real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm really confused now. Like, <laughs> what do you have? What kind of magic sauce do you have that these people are hiring you? <laughs> that's, actually the, that's, that's actually the magic here. Yeah. So really when coaching, it really, it comes down to, to, you know, anybody can be a coach. And it's so funny, like when, when I talk about coaching and saying I'm a coach, actually on Black Friday, I saw something post up on, on my Facebook. It said, um, get your life coaching certificate for like $47 or something. <laughs> you know, it was like, like Groupon or one of those things. I'm like, what? Is that, that's crazy. So like, you know, I think finding the right coach, finding the right fit is the most important. And a true coach is going to, is to be, is to customize to what the client needs. And, and really, it's not just a one size fit all. Not every coach is the right person. You know, I go through a whole thing and talking with making sure that they have the same type of goals. You know, if you really need a true, really good clinical coach, we have some fortune management, has some great coaches that are doctors. We have some great coaches that were office managers. We have somebody that's a coach that worked at Delta. Um, I can come to Rich Dad for that. I don't know if you ever read that book, Robert yep. Kiyosaki. So I come from a true, like a business coaching standpoint. Um, you know, I've got my life coaching and I've done that and my training and that. And um, so I kind of combine it all. But, you know, we do offer the consulting services, but it's really not that. It's really more about the coaching services. We don't ever want to come in and tell you, you know, hey, this is what you need to do and this is how you do, should do it and, and then leave. Like a lot of consultants will come in and you spend ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars on a on a week for them to come in or three days for them to come in and they devise this great plan and it looks awesome. It looks great. And then, but then you have to execute it on your office. So, you know, you have to, it's, it's on you. You may never see them again, or, you know, you may have a little bit of call support. And one thing that's different is, you know, I have to be true to my work. I'm going into Dr. Dumper's office and we're, we're planning something. We're developing systems and talking with them. They know they're going to see me again in a month. Right. So if we're one cannot be BSing them. I got to be straight with them. We've got to be really working on their improvement and, and working on the improvement of the practice, working on the culture and working on the team and, and obviously too, and helping them make more money through bonus systems and stuff as well. So can you give us a little bit of a, uh, for people that don't know or haven't heard of fortune management, um, kind of what, um, why fortune management was started, uh, how you got set up with fortune management and, um, we've been talking about the coaching and some of the things they offer, but really, where did that concept of fortune management come from? Yeah, it's great. So um, there's a guy named Dr. Paul Bass. Um, he founded a company. It was one of the original founders of a company called Quest. It was a um, he, he's a doctor in Tennessee, and Quest was around. I mean, this is 30 years ago, and then he went to a, um, a hired Tony Robbins to come in and, and do an event with all the doctors that were in Quest. And Tony believed in, I don't know if you guys know Tony Robbins, but he's one of the top life coaches across the across the world. And um, he believed in it, and, and they ended up partnering up and forming what's called Fortune Management. So it originally started as Quest, and then Fortune Management was developed, um, so it'll be 31 years. Um, we just celebrated our 31st anniversary, 
And, um, and so that's kind of how forcing got started. It was kind of like of Tony Robbins, a lot of his philosophies and stuff is life coaching. We take that and we also put it more with more clinical and, and it's obviously adapted and changed over the course of the years. And, um, but that's kind of how it originally got started. And it was always uh, focused on dentistry from the beginning. It was always focused on dentistry. Yep. Now we've expanded to veterinarians. We focus on um, and medical doctors and stuff as well. Yeah. Dr. Paul Bass was a, um, was a dentist himself. I think you've actually met him, yep. Dr. Dumpert. Yep. yep. You've met him. And um, so he's still, still going around the, the circuit a little bit and doing some presentations and, and stuff as well. But it's always been focused around dentistry. So I guess my first question is like, when does somebody know they need a, a coach? I mean, that's a great question. When does somebody need a coach? I mean, anybody can always help, you know, anybody can always need a little extra guidance. And like, for example, myself, like I have a personal coach. Um, You know, I always hire a coach. I think if you're going to be a coach, you should always hire a coach. But if you look at even truly like Michael Jordan, like look at these people, they all have life business coaches. Mm -hmm. The most successful people have life coaches. And um, Oprah Winfrey has a life coach. You know, Conor McGregor has a life coach. Serena Williams, um, her life coach is Tony Robbins. You know, her, mm-hmm. her sister got murdered, and she couldn't get back herself went back on the um, the court. You know, so he worked with her to kind of overcome that, and he's been mm-hmm. with her ever since. So just to kind of give you some some ideas, so it's it's really just that when you know is is when you kind of can realize things aren't too bad, like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm in a bad position now, I need to hire a coach. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when you're really at the peak of your game and you re- you can recognize there's always a little bit of more growth that you can do as a human, whether it's contribution, impact, what you can do, I think it's when you realize, wow, I, I think I, I need a coach to take me to the next level. So, so does a coach deal with more like your psychological, your business, or like, I don't know, emotional, spiritual? Like, how do you break this all down? You know what so I mean? I, so that we can kind of hone in on like what a coach will actually benefit you. That's great. That's great. So I always say you know, a fortune coach wears three hats. The first coach or first hat is an executive coach. That's a lot of the life coaching. It helps with the business decisions. We do then we're a key business advisor. That's where we help with mergers, acquisitions, which we do a lot of doing a lot of them right now. Um, startups. We have a whole startup division. And then we have our practice management specialists, and that's where we come in where things like the recare systems and reactivations, hygiene reactivation systems, and how, and how those things will apply to the practice. So we work three different roles. So my personal experience, um, why I signed up to have a coach was, um, I, I have heard, I forget who said it, but... Um, you should surround yourself with, you, you don't have to be the smartest person in the room as the CEO of your business. You just have to be able to put together a team that uh, of people that are smarter than you. And if you get that team together, then you can build off each other's strengths. So when I was running the business or right after I bought the business, uh, one of my vendors came in and mentioned, Hey, you're, you're running a pretty good business here. Some of the, uh, the offices that, he worked with um, were also worked with this group called fortune management, really the, the top, you know, 5% of practices in our, our area, he would see them working with this group and their coaching group. And that was at a point where I really didn't know a whole lot about running a business, setting up systems, managing people effectively. And we've all been trained with dentistry. So we are in essence coaches to our patients on 
helping them to be better at dentistry because we're supposed to be the experts. Um, I don't know a lot about anything else other than dentistry because that's where I focused. So that's when I reached out um, to get help with all those other aspects. And like Todd mentioned, it's, you know, he helps keep me on track with the business as far as, you know, things that I wouldn't think about. Um, he can talk to you, talk to us about, you know, the importance of communication, not just in the, the office, but personal life. Um, and it's lessons that they're bringing that not only helps the business, but the employees can use those lessons in their own personal lives as well. It's definitely a um, definitely a, a growth platform for, for everybody. Any offices that do have fortune, they, they do. They are going to take stuff in their lives that they are going to use. Everything we have some communication processes, like Kyle was just saying, and, and it really is. It, it is a great a great fit for for a lot of people. Um, you know, one thing I do want to mention about Fortune. Fortune does talk about um, their mission being the preservation of private practice. And that's a big thing with all these. And I know you guys just did an episode on, you know, deep, is it DPOs or DSOs? Soon, soon to do it. Soon to do an episode on it. Soon to do an episode. Okay. And um, on, on that, so what Fortune does is it kind of helps give all the private practices the same advantages. Um, we strive to give them some of the systems and stuff that the big DSOs have. Okay. I'm working on some platforms right now. They even work with costing, bulk buying, and things like that. But it's really oh. giving them some of the systems that, that some of the bigger practices would have or the big DSOs have. We try to give everyone an equal playing field. And, and that's kind of our goal. Wow. So, you know, one thing that um, dentists are struggling with right now is they they go into dentistry. And I've talked to so many dentists. They've gone into dentistry with the right mind frame, right? Hey, I want to help patients and so forth. But after a while, you get beaten down. Yeah by patients, by insurance, and so forth. So the love of dentistry kind of dwindles. How does somebody like yourself kind of bring that love back again? You know what I mean? Like, how would you help somebody who's in that situation? And would somebody in that situation benefit from coach, you know, coaching um, expertise like yourself? Doctor, one of the the biggest things I would say is, you know, what you focus on is really is what's going to happen. And, and I always look and I'll ask questions. It's always more of a coaching. True coaching is about asking questions and helping the client realize themselves. I, a consultant comes in and tells you, you need to do this, this, this. Right. You know, a really good coach is going to ask a lot of questions. You know, I would ask, like, what are your thoughts? What are your, what is your, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on just all the negativity about insurance? Are you focusing on this? You know, focus is, is a, is a really big word, you know, because what you're focusing on, if you're focused on what you don't have, Instead of what you you know what you could have, what you, you're going to probably be more of a negative person, right? You're going to be it's the same. What you're focused on is really going to what's going to come. So those are those are some questions that it's hard to ask yourself, but somebody else can help you ask and help bring about that passion. You know, I'll tell a quick story about how important focus is. Is my son's birthday was in, uh, was in July, and we bought mm-hmm. him a four wheeler, and um, we have a we have a lake house, and, and actually. Dr. Dumford's been there before, and um, it's got a nine-acre lake, and it's got all this land around it. When we bought him the four-wheeler, you've heard this story, I think, before, but he kept saying, he focused on my son, kept saying, man, I'm going to ride the four-wheeler into the lake. I said, there's so much land. Max, there's so much land. You're not going to ride the four-wheeler into the lake. But he kept focusing on, like, all he was focusing on was this new four-wheeler driving, and he thought he was going to drive the 
to the lake. Okay. What do you think happened? There it is. Drove it into the lake. <laughs> oh, like, that's awesome. That's a 100% true story. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, it just, obviously, we got it fixed and everything, but it's just, you know, what you're focusing on, if you're focusing on how bad your insurance rates are going to be, yeah, we can put systems in place to help, you know, get your better reimbursements or figure out which ones you're going to drop and stuff. But, but truly, really, are you focusing on your blessings or are you focusing on what's not working all the time? And, and that's going to affect your state and obviously it's going to affect your business and it's going to affect your personal life so it sounds like it's really a lot of more um coaching on your mental uh your mental well-being and just basically focusing on what you can control i mean so far that's what i've gotten out of this yeah i mean that is a lot of it i mean because it all starts with you know um something that dr dumbers worked with me a lot on is like it really starts with your physical health and that's why i love the episode with dr harris um dr dumper it is i mean he is a master at his physical health. I mean, some of these these trips that he's been on just were these health yeah. trips. I don't even know what exactly we would call it where he goes. Listen to what Todd it. has to say right now. He, he's speaking some wisdom, Walter. Just keep, keep listening to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still confused if, Dennis, if Kyle even does dentistry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> states right the team culture most truck teams right now are struggling with culture um you know to two my two newest clients that i have um both of them their biggest thing was before that they brought me on was like my team's never gonna buy in and um and once we got there and started letting them understand how it's going to help them and once we got in there there was I mean, you know, Dr. Lemur, Dr. John, some of these guys that yeah. are just like that. So just like it was awesome. And they're so on board. Nope. And, um, you know, that's that's a big thing. So it starts with the physical. Then it kind of goes to emotional. Then once the, once we master that, then we can get into the systems and stuff. But it's, we can have a starting point. If you go in, if I come in and just start saying, hey, we need to do this, 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 right. a team's never going to buy on board. Right. And they're never going to understand the why. Right. You know? Only 20% is the how. 80% of everything we do, every system you implement, every thing that you do is the why. Why are you doing it? Why are you doing dentistry, Doc? You know, the same thing. What, who do you think is your biggest hurdle when it comes to coming into an office? Is it the dentist, the front office, the assistants? Who do you think is your biggest hurdle uh, to success in a way? Um, it all depends. It's the person that wants to be in charge. A lot of times, it, sometimes it's the office manager um, until they understand. Um, they think they, I mean, anytime change, change is inevitable, something right. that's always going to happen, no matter what changes in life, right? Right. But, but anytime that there's changes introduced, people just, they don't, they don't like that a lot of times. I mean, they think that, hey, they're change, they, they come for a paycheck. A lot of people just come for a paycheck. They're not mm-hmm. passionate about dentistry. Mm-hmm. Some, some of your team members are. Yeah. Um, but some of them are really just come for that paycheck. And, um, so we gotta, we gotta get over that and get them to understand that, that importance and, and get them to buy in of the, the importance of our overall world health and how we're, 
you know, how it's not just, you know, money is just a magnifying device, right? We, we use money as a scoreboard in dentistry at all my offices. You know, I keep that as, but that's not, that's the best way to magnify our results. I know that if, you know, Kyle is producing or anybody is producing more, more financial gains, you know what, they're helping more people. And, and that's really what we use as our scoreboard. Yeah, we, we can be the best dentist in the world, but if we can't get our team to follow us uh, or to see our vision, then we're not going to be able to help people. We're not going to be able to do dentistry. We're not going to be able to run an office. And uh, Todd has done great things with my team as far as getting building a culture that not just I created, not just Todd's vision was, but it's really sitting down in meetings and having this discussion as a group and having everybody create, this is what we think this practice should be. So everybody has ownership in it. So one of the first things we do in an office, and we did this with Dr. Dumpert's office, is we create what we call a shared vision. And, and obviously, I know most people listening are probably doctors. The doctor is the biggest influence on this. But we, we work and we brainstorm mastermind with everybody on the team to come up with what the vision of that practice would be like. And then we, we start playing with it. We work with it. It takes a little bit of a process, work with the doctor to finalize it. And then we put that vision up for everybody to see. You know, uh, And so when you walk in Dr. Dumpert's office, you see really his vision that his whole team created. It's right, right on his wall, right when you come in. And yep. um, so everybody sees it every single day, and, and they remember why they're there. And, and that's to help people. Right. So, you know, we, um, we, we have people that listen, for, I mean, all over the world, right? And we have people that are, are coming out of dental school. And we like to try to help the people that are coming out of dental school. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. You know, sometimes we tell them not to do dentistry at all. That's another thing. <laughs> we, we've done that, you know. But uh, the one thing that we try to do is try to figure out how do we tie in to somebody like yourself. Like, I know I could never afford Serena Williams' uh you know, coach, right? What's the level when it comes to coaches here? Because I can guarantee you there are coaches that are millions of dollars, like every second that they talk to you, and they're, sure. you're paying a million or a million dollars, right? How do we get somebody that's coming out of dental school, somebody that probably needs more coaching, you know, uh, than anybody else to kind of get their vision, as you had mentioned, going in the right direction? How do we, do we, do we have programs for new dentists? Like, how does this all work for with your company? Yeah, there's a, a gentleman. He's actually out of San Diego. His name is Jonathan Miller. He has a, a fortune startup development. Hold on. Sorry, Todd. Can, yeah, can you repeat can you that? that again? There, there yeah, was some static perfect. coming through. Could you start off with uh, what his name was and where he's from and uh, what he does? No, I'm okay. I'm sorry, Jonathan Miller. Yeah. Okay. He is um, from he's based out of San Diego, and he is with the Fortune Management Startup Division. So he is always um, somebody that's just starting up, or they're looking to buy a practice. He is an unbelievable resource. He starts with them for the beginning sometimes of their their um their dentistry careers and then they'll hand off to more of a local coach at that point um so that's one thing that i mean the one way you can definitely do it but even if you you don't get a coach there's so many books and stuff resources it's just you need to to really hone in your own vision 
Um, so anybody that's listening, hey, this is not just a promotion for Fortune. You know, I encourage you to really sit and think about what your vision is and what you want to do, because a lot of people don't have that clear vision. And without a clear vision, you know, it's gonna, you're never going to be as happy as as somebody that has a clear vision when they're when they're doing what they want to do every day and they're following that vision. So, Todd, a lot of young people also listen to podcasts. We've learned that, right? So, or even listen to audiobooks, right? Yep. So, does Fortune have any like podcast or audiobooks that might help these new grads? And I myself, I have I have drives. I have to go to different offices, and I would love to just listen to you know kind of what it, what what coaching is all about because I feel like once you actually understand something, you then you dive in. Right. You dive in and you go straight into it because initially you're like, eh, everybody comes with hesitancy, right? Now the key is basically try to break that down in order for you to understand more. Once you understand more, then you want to dive into it a little more. So do you guys have anything along that line? I mean, I'm sure you have a great website, but do you have anything or, or do you do like free consultations or anything along those lines to kind of get people to understand what you guys do and how they, you can benefit them? Absolutely. We do a podcast. Um, if you type in Fortune Manager, quite a few podcasts. There's actually one um, that Dr. Paul Bass does about coaching. Um, that's, it's an absolutely great one. We have events that are all over the country. If you contact us, we'll be able to get you into a live event. We do what's called training camps. These are um, getting education events, but it's not always just on the clinical side of things. Um, you can always do what we call a, um, an audit of the class. There's, there's that you can do. And the biggest thing to keep in mind is, you know, every client with Fortune is different. We can customize that plan for you. Everything from like our weekly, you can do weekly coaching calls. We can do monthly coaching calls. We can do in offices every once a year, or we can do them at twice a year, you know, or we can do them every month. You know, there's a lot of different things based on your needs. And to, for us to even know what your needs are before we even touch I say, hey, we want to bring you in a client. We do something called a a practice analysis and opportunity assessment. So what this is, it doesn't apply much to a brand new startup, but it still would. There would be a series of questions we're asking, you know, what their goals are. If it is an existing practice, we'll go in and we'll see. Okay, here's, you know, I know every a lot of people practice analysis is kind of a buzzword. You know, get a practice analysis from. we do is with the practice analysis and see where's our opportunities and where how can we help this and how is it not fulfilling what the doctor really wants to do taking away some of the number things we do look at all the numbers and how we're going to pay for ourselves because you mentioned cost mm-hmm. if we're not paying for ourselves then if i don't pay for myself if i can't pay for myself then it's not a good investment for a doctor if i cannot pay for myself i would he should get rid of me any kind of coach is not paying for themselves they should get rid of that coach measurements and ways to do it. We use something called um, KPIs, you know, key performance indicators. I call it our, our scoreboard, you know, and how are we improving? You know, is there certain areas we're improving upon? And, and we got to constantly make sure that we're improving and we're growing and the relationship doesn't stay stagnant. And, and that's a way that he's, um, we, we've talked about personally in the, um, the culture at the office, but Todd, keeps track of those numbers, those key performance indicators. So when some area starts to slip, whether it's collections, accounts receivable, whether it's, you know, what's going on with new, your patient count, is it dropping? Is it growing? He's able to keep those things at my, uh, at my attention where normally I wouldn't be focusing on that. Cause you know, every day is busy seeing patients. 
I'm not going to sit there and look over, you know, spreadsheets and what's my active patient count, what's my hygiene, how many hygiene patients are uh, getting scheduled for their recare appointments. So that that's the business end of the numbers that Todd helps to keep um, me accountable for. So, Todd, I guess then based on what Kyle's saying, do you come into the office and kind of open books up and, and look to see what's going on? And then do you come in once a week, twice a week, uh, I'm sorry, once a, once a week, you know, once a month? Like, how do you make sure that these numbers are still going the right direction? All of the above. So I come okay. in as needed, but we typically, I typically end up seeing um, the offices, um, especially Dr. Dumper's office, about once a month. I go into there. Sometimes they're traveling to Pittsburgh for our training camps or continuing education. Other times I do go in the office. Um, for the, I'm going to do a promotion here for another company that we partner with, but we use Dental Intel. I don't know if you ever heard of that before. It's a um, monitoring program. So it kind of locks into Open Dental, your Eagle Soft, or your Dentrix. And, and it, can, it can tell a lot of things, but, you know, it shows a lot of things, but you still got to be able to understand the numbers and you still got to be able to, to look at it. And, and everything in a KPI is either leading or it's lagging. So, is it, you know, something happens, what, what is that going to cause the next issue, right? Or why did this happen? So that's what we're not just saying, hey, we, we put these numbers in a scoreboard. Well, why is, why is it happening? Or what's going to happen? We, we really struggled with you know, this area this month. So we we know now, hey, next month, this is probably what's going to happen. We need to fix this in advance. As an example of something the software can tell us is uh, if I'm presenting treatment, I have three hygienists. If I'm presenting treatment with hygienist A, hygienist B, hygienist C, I can see what that acceptance rate is per hygienist. So am I getting more yeses from hygienist A versus hygienist B? If so, let's figure out what that dynamic is between that hygienist and that patient. What are they doing that the other hygienist can learn from so we can increase that that acceptance rate across all three of them? So the questions I would ask Dr. Dumper in that situation are, you know, is hygienist A, are they still, are they co-diagnosing? Are they having everything prepared for when you come into the room? Um, you know, are they, are they pointing things out to the patient too? And they're not going to diagnose, but are they setting it up right for you? You know, patients have to hear things three times before they're going to accept it, most, most treatment. And then what's the first thing, you as a doctor, what's the first thing as soon as you leave the room, they're going to ask the assistant or the hygienist, right. do I really need that? <laughs> Right? Like, yeah, we're not trusted. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, so anything we can do, and that's another thing too. We work on um, enrollment on ways to build. We call it rapport on ways to build rapport to get trusted better. Um, we use everything from personality styles to modalities to meta programs. Those are different types of of things that you can do to to get more trust with your patients and stuff as well. I have the a question. Monitoring is big. Yeah, I have a question, and and this, you know, this is a once in a thousand or once in a hundred year situation, right? COVID happened. March of 2020 was probably the scariest time for any small business, right. and I feel like I, I can argue that it's still continuing, right? But we'll stick to March of 2020, right? When we had to shut down, when Kyle hated everybody, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but March of 20 was very difficult. What did you and what did your company do? with the people that you were coaching to try to help them get through that month and April and May, you know, especially when there was so many information coming left and right. There was, and that's where too, we were kind of that, 
person. We were getting all the information as well. And we were trying, we were having calls, weekly calls with all of our clients. Well, this is what's happening. We were setting up protocols, what to be doing. We had manuals that were sent out trying to really help make sure everything was, we were, um, we really were on the, on the front of it. And maybe doctor could even chime in on a few things that, that we were able to, we were able to do, but it's good having that somebody there to talk to and understand your situation and what's going on in those, in that financial time. Hey, this is hurting. This bank account's here. Where are we going to be able to open? You know, our doctors on average, um, I can't, I don't know. I don't want to say a number that's not hundred um, percent accurate, but they open, most of the offices open way before we're more prepared to open than, than the general practice that wasn't a fortune practice. So my experience with them was as individual offices, we were really, uh, if we didn't have a coaching consulting group, we're really left in our own little island as far as right. trying to find this information. Are we looking on Facebook groups? Are we looking, you know, listening to podcasts, listening to our state dental societies? And being that Fortune Management is a national company, they have the outreach of dealing with, I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of practices, but they have teams that are available, much like you know a Heartland or an Aspen Dental have teams dedicated to this. So they helped uh, on these weekly calls that we were having with groups of offices. These are you know, Fortune presented us with this is your COVID manual um, as far as you know. These are some procedures or policies that you might want to consider implementing in your office. Let's tweak this to your own individual office to what you think your needs are. And you can have that written protocol as far as how to handle each situation, what to do if one of your team members becomes sick, what to do if a patient comes into the office and calls back later and says, you know, they tested positive. Everything was already discussed. So when we're ready to open or when we were ready to open, we weren't, you know, taking um, situation, you know, we had talked about what these potential situations were going to be and how we were going to handle them before they, they happened in the office. And how long, how fast of a turnaround was this, you know, from like, let's just say the beginning of March until you got the protocol and everything like that. I mean, every state was different. I mean, I work with clients in West Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. Right. So everyone's a little bit different. I mean, I mean, doc was seeing emergency cases pretty soon. I mean, pretty right. Early. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. You actually talked about that, Kyle. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. And, and I, yeah, I think that what I'm hearing is basically, you know, like Kyle said, we're, as dentists, we're definitely like on an island. You know, we always feel very much of a, we're the only ones that are responsible for everything, right? Okay. Uh, and I feel like you're basically saying when it comes to working with you guys, that you don't have to feel that way. You have now, as a dentist, have somebody that you can reach out to. And exactly. is that kind of what's happening? That is. And one thing else, too, I just want to mention is we do something called um, source team leaders. Um, so it's kind of it's not a management role, but we break the 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 business down into the three major business categories and then three accelerators. You know, your admin, your hygiene and your operative. Right. Um, and so we have leaders at there and we have calls. Um, it's once a month um, for each of the leaders. It's um, for one, so one leader per month, and basically you're with all the other um, 22, 23 offices just in the Pittsburgh area, Pittsburgh, Ohio, Cleveland, West Virginia area, and you're not just talking with me. I'm not sitting there and being the one that's saying, "Hey, to do this, do that." What's and I'm, I facilitate it, or Curtis or Monica, one of our coaches, facilitate it. But we're like, "What's working in your guys' office?" And we let the offices all work together. So we have 
22 or 20 um, source team leaders that are all the admin source leaders. They're the only ones dealing with all the insurance are the ones dealing with, with that. And they can talk amongst themselves. So it's not just in, it's, you know, it's, you know, you can do it in Facebook groups and stuff, but it's actually a time that we're leading a mastermind. So there's a lot more than just the one-on-one coaching. It is a lot of team access and, and to, for them to really get with other, their colleagues. That's awesome. Can I ask one more question? This is usually when we get negative here, you know, because sure. I think Kyle said it best. If it sounds too good to be true, it might be. Right. <laughs> so the question is, I mean, so far you've told us all the great things and, and, and honestly, sure. like it's, it's, it's really cool to learn all this stuff. But then now I need to know what are some of the negatives that comes with coaching and just your, your field in general, like the coaching aspects in general, because there has to be negative dentistry has some negatives that we talk about all the time on this podcast. Right. So what are For some sure. of the negatives that people need to look out for? Because not everybody can be as awesome as you, Todd, honestly. <laughs> well, first off, like I said, you've got to make sure that they're not this the right coach for you. You know, make sure that they're truly credentialed. They understand the business. They understand, you know, that their background, they really are going to. It should be, you know, you guys are interviewing each other, you know, making sure you're a right fit. Because not every coach is the right fit for some. And I've even worked with, you know, different ones. And there's been, there's been clients that I have not said a word's not the right fit. And um, for me, and um, that's happened a couple times. You know, I, I like to work with people that are really good clinically because that's probably my biggest weakness, but I'm pretty good on the business side. Mm-hmm. So I, the perfect client for me is somebody that's really good clinically and that just needs some business honing. But there's other coaches that are maybe they, they're great clinical and, you know, they want just so you got to make sure it's the right coach. And negatives, I mean, there is negatives if you're a uh, type of person that's not going, that doesn't like to be, to get feedback coaching you got to be open to it some of us kind of get in our own head where we're doing everything right and you know we we are not open to it and um like to it even as a coach i'm always asking you know hey is there anything how did that go is there anything i could have done better in that presentation or is there anything i could do better before but you got to be you got to be open you got to be willing you got to be you know dedicated to do it and you and you got to focus on you got to be results focused and um, so the negatives, I think, would be sometimes people hearing things that they don't want to hear because you're going to hear that. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're caught in yourself where, you know, you don't want to hear sometimes we don't want to deal with or hear the truth and, and that's going to come out. Um, I think some of the, the negatives, too, that you're going to get is everybody says they're a coach. I'm really trying to find out if they're a coach or if they're a consultant and, and what nice. the role they're playing. You know, a consultant. Well, break, break that down. Break that down for us. Sure. I truly believe a consultant, someone that you hire on a short-term basis is going to come in, they're going to be great, and they're going to implement systems for you, but they're not going to be there every single month. They're not going to be there long-term. So they can come in, they can do some great, great things for you, but they're not going to be there with you. So, you know, and it's up to you, and that's where, the you know, it works great for two weeks, but then I see that it falls off. The doctors get back to their, like, I think you mentioned something earlier, they get back into their routine, they get back into their head. And they don't have anybody holding them accountable long term. Um, so instead of paying a huge upfront fee, we break it down on a monthly basis because you know we want to make sure we're going to be there long term. And I think that's truly what you know, coaching is. And coaching is is not just is consultants are coming in like they giving you systems. We're coaching is we want to develop leaders. We want to develop better people that are contributing to society and that are doing things. Last call, me and Dr. Dumpert have, we spent a lot of time talking about, you know, how are you going to contribute in 2022 and like different mission trips and different things we're going to do. Like we're actually having those type of conversations 
where he can, he's in a position where he can do things like that. So it's not just about, hey, just a consultant's probably not going to have those kind of conversations with you. No? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm All right. So, so I'm going to pivot a little bit because Walter has talked, and this might be a little bit of a teaser for another episode, but Walter's looking for ways to uh, be able to get out of dentistry if he wants to. So as far okay. as investments and real estate, <laughs> and uh, just as a little teaser, Todd mentioned real briefly, he spent some time with uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Robert yeah. Kiyosaki. So Todd has uh, had lots of experience in real estate um, in before fortune management. Uh, and I think he can offer some perspectives to, to Walter as far as uh, real estate deals, syndications. Uh, yeah, and, it sounds and, like Todd is coming back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, basically, basically, you set it up where Todd is coming back on the podcast. Oh, man, I'd, love, I'd love to. Real estate's definitely, I mean, that's, that's truly where I've started my businesses. I've started in you know, restaurants, um, bars, and things as when I was 24. Yeah. But really, real estate is where I really I, – it's my true passion. And, and obviously, you know, the market's up and down right now. It's a – you know, it's – some people say that it's it's super hot. And, you know, there's a – so you really got to analyze it. But real estate is truly – I feel like it's one of the best ways to do and, and to invest your money. Um, it's definitely a great way to diversify. Um, I love hard assets. Me and Doc were just talking about some of these things like crypto and NFTs, and you know I, I'm not fully into that. But <laughs> yeah, don't get me started. NFTs, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, the NFTs is that part of your portfolio? I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I went and looked it up, and I guess it's like some art you draw on a computer. And I'm like, you know, I would rather. I, I love hard assets. Love things that I can see. And um, I'd love to chat with you guys. Really in depth about real estate, building a real estate empire, and you know the good thing about real estate versus a lot of other assets is, you know, if you do it right, you're going to be able to leverage. And, and when I mean leverage, you're going to be able to go to the bank and you're going to be able to get a low interest rate, and you're going to put ten to twenty percent down on that asset. And we run the numbers. Hey, are you really going to get a twelve to fifteen percent return after you pay your mortgage, your debt service, after we pay your property managers? Are we factoring all your expenses in? And then then we really figure out is this going to be a good investment. And Todd, how much time are you going to put into it? Todd, you got to stop talking because we need people to come back to the next podcast. <laughs> okay. You're giving too much away, man. Let's just do this, all right? I'm excited when we talk about real estate. I'm <laughs> coming back. We coming back. So, so basically, you set it up where you're coming back, and, and we should absolutely do this. Let's talk about real estate because I don't think a lot of dentists uh, know how to kind of go outside of dentistry, right? We did syndication, which, I mean, people were calling me saying, man, I never thought about syndication, right? And there are, there, there are syndications, and there are times where syndication does work out. Right. Because you're like, listen, I'm just too busy. I don't want to have to manage and look for properties and deals and stuff. And then there are like the the hardcore. And I've actually talked to people who are hardcore real estate, you know, uh, investors. And I, I mean, over my head, some of the stuff that they talk about and how it, passionate. I mean, you can hear from Todd how passionate they are about real estate. So I think that you need to come on. Um, and, and Kyle, let's set this up. Yep. You know, so we can at least talk about that. So we've done the dentistry thing. Great. Right. So now let's talk about something else outside of dentistry. And I would recommend on that podcast, let's yeah. take it more of a lower level. Let's take it something every dentist on here could do. Let's talk about like one or two properties, how to analyze that one or two properties to make sure it's a good, um, a good 
uh, investment instead of like thinking about the huge REITs or syndications and something that people can do on a low level. That's what I think would be the most beneficial. You basically just spoke to me. Right <laughs> you spoke to my heart because I know nothing. So this is that's where I'm going to be taking notes. I might not even ask any questions. Just take you know what I mean? So no, let's let's end it here and uh, thank you guys. Honestly, Todd, hey, thank you thank guys. You, man. I really appreciate you because you just took the time out of your busy schedule to come talk to us. So we definitely appreciate you for that, man. Uh, so and how, how do people get a hold of you? Where do they go to kind of connect with your company? Let's let's speak on that. Yeah, Fortune um, Fortune Management is fortunemgmt.com. And then on there, you can see your coaches in your area. Anybody can reach out to me as well. My It's um, Todd King, T-O-D-E-K-I-N-G, at fortunemgmt.com. Um, they can always call me, 412-618-7525. I'll say it a little bit slower because that was – my Pittsburgh fast 412-618-7525 and um, be happy to point people in the right direction. And, and to like always, we do a complimentary practice analysis, opportunity assessment, but any dentist out there, it's my passions to help people. It's not about, you know, I said, it's gotta be a win-win, but I wouldn't talk through anything with anybody. I have some documentations for a new, that I would be willing to share, you know, no cost to anybody starting out on how to, to develop your own mission or your own vision. And, and stuff as well. So anything like that, you can you reach out to me. That is awesome, man. Let's, let's, let's get it. That, that was awesome. So my man, even, I mean, as busy as he is, as popular as he is, I mean, helping Kyle with anything, I mean, that takes forever. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so, but he's still able to, he's willing to even sit down for free and just give you some wisdom, man. I love it, man. That's awesome. Thank you, Todd, man. Yes, really thank you, Todd. Hey, thank you. I'm so grateful for you guys. Good. Man, that's awesome. All right, guys. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist with an S at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R-E-A-L, dentist with an S at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that, our professional opinions. The final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.